This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast 2022 Tournament. We have two brackets of 16 players. On one side, eight of the BTP Patreon members. On the other side, eight Benchwarmers. Each side will crown a champion, and those champions will face off against each other to find out who will be the 2022 winner of the Platinum Splinter, proving once and for all that they are not an ordinary Benchwarmer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I am not your host, Matt, but today's game is the championship round of the Benchwarmer side of the bracket for the 2022 Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast Tournament. And this round, or this game, will be uh, pitting Eric Walling versus David Lux. So, welcome to the bench, gentlemen, as if you haven't been there for like 24 hours or something like that, or whatever it was last time you were here. Let's hand it over to David first. And David, where are we? uh, How are you, sir? What's going on in your world? I'm good. And it has been a long time since we recorded. Um, It was last night, in fact. Will this come out before or after last night's recording? Before. This comes out on Friday. We're literally recording this on Wednesday, December 14th. And no, this episode will come out on the week after Friday. So, holy crap. All right. Quick well, turnaround for me. Merry I got some Christmas. editing to do. Look look at us. We're so current. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm doing well. And uh, it was kept secret who my opponent was for a very long time mm-hmm. until I discovered. In the in the, uh, the spreadsheet elder. that we keep, Ryan Myers, I, I write down all the scores and everything of the spreadsheet of everything that goes on. And on the scores between Eric and Eric, I put question marks. And then after that, I put like, stop snooping, David Lux. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. All right, David, it's good to have you, sir. And then Thank we'll you. hand it over to Eric, the elder, Mr. Eric Walling. How are you tonight, sir? I'm good. If last night's recording is any indication, this is going to be a bloodbath. But I, <laughs> yeah, no, last, la- night. last night's game was written seemingly for yeah, me. <laughs> last night, Dan wrote a game, uh, Ryan, that basically was, let's think of everything that David Lux would know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this, this, exactly this right. game tonight's only over 70 sports movies. Yeah. He's, <laughs> All right. All right. Dan, it is going to be a bloodbath. Dan's halftime category was 1980s sports related commercials. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Was it was pretty. It was fun. We had a good time. It, we did have a good time, and it wasn't fair. Even I can say that. <laughs> yeah, but it was I feel fun. like I am the Morocco of this Final Four, um, mm-hmm. which means I'm punching above my weight a little bit. But that's okay. Happy to be here, and I will not be preventing my fans from flying to my country. <laughs> <laughs> All I have to say is, if the Walling is Moroccan, don't come a knocking. No! Oh, wow. there we go somebody's nice. on a heater already <laughs> all right well we'll hand it over to our mr our host mr ryan myers who will describe to us what the game is and the format and everything so thank you again sir take it over happy to be here um we're still placing an emphasis on a wide breadth of knowledge across all forms of categories if you want to be the true sports trivia champion uh we're going to play more or less a kind of sort of version of categories today. I am going to be giving you five rounds, five questions with 10 correct answers. I will give you five minutes to think of up to 10 answers and give them to me. You will score points for every answer you get that your opponent does not. 
After the end of each round, we will have three supplemental questions on the same subject. You can score even if on those, even if your opponent gets it as well. You will need pen and paper for this or pencil if you prefer. Your first category is basketball. Simply, please name the 10 points leaders all time for the Los Angeles Lakers. And then the 10 people that have scored the most points while wearing a Los Angeles Lakers basketball jersey. Your five minutes starts now. I'm really excited because I have a shirt coming in the mail that says the Mothman stole my catalytic converter at uh, Point Pleasant, West Virginia. I don't know that. What's the reference there? To Mothman and the stealing catalytic converters are just all the rage. I don't, I don't know what Mothman is. So You don't know the legendary American cryptid Mothman who was first reported being seen in Point Pleasant, West Virginia in 1966 and is largely attributed with the collapse of the Silver Bridge in West Virginia? Uh, who was the subject of the book The Mothman Prophecies, which was turned into a hit 2002 film starring Richard Gere? No. Well, that's a thing. All right. I didn't write this down. Mothman. Mothman. Okay. Looks like everyone's getting their lists typed up. All right. So. I'm missing somebody I shouldn't be, and I can't think of who it is. Obviously, Lamar Odom. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, AC Green. Right. Uh, the person who has scored the most points while wearing a Los Angeles Lakers jersey is Kobe Bryant, who you both named. After him, Jerry West, who you both named. After him, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, whom you both named. After that, Elgin Baylor, which is a point for David. Ooh. After that, Irvin Magic Johnson, whom you both named. James Worthy, whom you both named. Shaquille O'Neal at number seven, whom you both named. Number eight, neither of you got, which is Gail Goodrich. Oh, Ooh, Gail damn it, Goodrich. that's right. Good, 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 good one, good, good, good. yeah. Yeah. The slack after West retired. Um, number eight, Byron Scott of the Showtime Lakers. That is a point for David. Nice. And number 10, I was really impressed to see you get this, is Jamal Wilkes. Ooh. That's a point for David. So my... My one on there technically wouldn't have fit the category because my George Mikan never wore an L.A. Lakers jersey. Yeah, after I put also, that in there. were also way lower back then, and he didn't play as yeah. long as you think he did. Yep. If you ever go back and watch Jamal Wilkes' shot, it makes no sense. He like cranks his <laughs> he cranks his elbow in this really weird way that looks like it just hurts me every time I watch it. I agree. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to do three supplementary questions over the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, you can just type your answers to me in the chat for this. You'll get about 30 seconds for each. Number one, what was the title of the Adam McKay-produced HBO series about the Showtime Lakers that came out earlier this year? <laughs> that sound you heard was Eric smacking his head. <laughs> that was very pleasant. It was. Um, it's it's oh like God. the uh, smack in the head, the monks on... Uh, <laughs> on Bonnie Python like, on the board. <laughs> oh, I think you were going for the coconut sound. <laughs> click, 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 click. Oh, the holy hand grenade. You're the coconuts and you're banging them together. Me, <laughs> me. It's a European swallow. Got about 10 seconds, Eric. Yeah. Oh, I'm just going to put something in there that is wrong. Um, Eric, you were in second. What did you say? I said showtime. And David? I wanted to say showtime, but you put that in the questions. I think it was winning time. 
It is winning time. time. Mm. That's a point for David. Number two, what food is the last name of the current Lakers head coach who replaced Frank Vogel earlier this year? Eric, what was your guess? Yeah, I think this was the uh, famous LA Lakers coach, Jim Chicken Spadini. (laughs) 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 And uh, David. I also had, well, maybe Eric did. I also had nothing on this, so I... So I sent in the name of our Labradoodle here in the household, and it, that is Bialy. Uh, his name is Darvin Ham. Okay, never. I don't think I've heard of that guy. I don't even know. Yeah. About <sighs> okay. I, I uh, looked that question up, uh, expecting to write Frank Vogel as my yeah. answer. <laughs> so, uh, number three, which DePaul alum was the Lakers' first superstar back in their Minneapolis days? You both answered George Mikan for a point, correct? I uh, kicked your okay. question in the dick there. Sorry about that, right? <laughs> That's okay. Oh, you're um, good. It's, I, always, I always try to put like one easier, one medium, one hard in those things. So. I, had a, I had him in my list of 10. And also, um, yeah, Darvin Ham, Texas Tech, broke a backboard. That's about the only thing <sighs> exciting that he did. So wait, let me get this correct. Darvin Ham is the current head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers? Yep. Mm-hmm. And yet a person that it. I've never heard of before in my life. Good old Darvin Ham. That's because LeBron's the coach. We know that. Yeah, that's right. Um, let's go to the second category. Uh, gentlemen, this category is the Olympic Games. Please name the 10 sovereign nations other than the dominant United States and Norway, thanks to three-peating Sonia Henney, that have won a gold medal in ladies' singles figure skating. Ooh. Okay, so Matt, the Mothman. I cannot believe you've never heard of Mothman. Dude, I got it written down on my things that I have to do. The Mothman is an icon. He has burning red eyes and he can fly as fast as a car. <laughs> Ryan, I'm, are, you a big, are you a big figure skating fan? I feel like there, it just comes up a disproportionate amount of time. Figure skating. Okay, okay, okay. I love figure skating. I'm not, I'm not picking on you. I'm good. I, I I'm have just... a, a joke question to ask Ryan. Ryan, which do you enjoy more, figure skating or golf? Oh, that's really tough. I'm going to take the one that requires actual athleticism. Good. When, I was, when I was a kid, one of the popular jokes on the playground was, what's green and ice skates? Oh, no. What's green and ice skates? That would be Peggy Flem. <laughs> oh, <come on. laughs> well, you know, when you're in first grade, that's as funny as it gets. Okay, that's, that's, that's the peak of comedy. <laughs> that is very deep. There's an annual festival in Point Pleasant devoted to Mothman. <laughs> Are you okay? Do you need help? <laughs> first annual Mothman festival was held in 2002. Mm-hmm. The average attendance for Mothman Festival is an estimated ten to 12,000 people every year. A 12-foot-tall metallic statue of the Mothman created by artist and sculptor Bob Roach was unveiled in 2003. Mothman Museum and Research Center opened in 2005, and the festival is held on the third weekend of every September. Wait, oh, there's a research center? Yes, and there's also pancake eating contests at this festival. Well, well, hold on a second now, but this isn't like a le- this is a joke, right? There's that actually a <laughs> Wikipedia baby. There's not like scientists who are actually researching this fictional character, right? After the sentence, the Mothman Museum and Research right. Center opened in 2005. There are three sources. <laughs> oh my god! There's 50 seconds left for you guys to talk about this. I mean, I just got in. 
will end because they <laughs> would rather listen to the riveting story of the Mothman than exactly. <laughs> Matt, you're going to do more cutting than regular tournament, right? Because you're going to cut all the shit out, right? Yeah. <laughs> not the stuff off. about the Mothman. He's the not. Mothman stuff is saying, and that's right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. Um, ancestor in. So uh, the U.S. women have won a bunch of lady singles figure skating titles, including Tara Lipinski. Uh, and Christy Yamaguchi. Norway won three times because Sonia Henny is a badass. Uh, she's also from a family of Nazi sympathizers. So, mm-hmm. um, What other 10 countries have won ladies' singles figure skating gold medals? Uh, winning the initial one uh, was Madge Sires, and she's from Great Britain or the UK, so that's a point for David. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, after that was Magda Hulin, who comes from Sweden, which you both got. After her was Erma Plank Javo, who's from Austria. That's a point for David. After her, I think it was after Sonia Henney and after the war, so it was 1948, Barbara Ann Scott from Canada, which you both got. Yeah. Uh, then jump into, I think it's 1964, Sjukje Dijkstra from the Netherlands. That's a point for Eric. Uh, after that, uh, Annette Potch, and then later Katarina Witt, East Germany, which you both got. Uh, after that, Oksana Bayul from Ukraine, which is a point for David. 2006, no, four, four, sorry, no, six, six. She won the, she won the world championship in, in 2004. But 2006 is Shizuka Arakawa, who's from Japan, which you both got. In 2010 in Vancouver, my personal favorite winning performance, it was Yuna Kim from South Korea, which is a point for David. And in 2014, Adelina Sotnikova from Russia. The last two winners have been from Olympic athletes of Russia and the other Russia Dopes team. Uh, we will go to that. So that was. So, uh, yeah. So Russia, David. Russia, who got a point from Russia or both got it no, right? Oh, sorry, they both got it right. Okay, so, uh, so four points, David, one point, Eric. Yep. And supplemental questions. Number one, like a friendly match in soccer, what is the term for the skate or performance someone does simply for show, usually after winning a competition? Uh, David, you were in second. What'd you say? I was down to either exhibition or showcase, but I went with showcase. And Eric? I said free skate. It is an exhibition skate. Oh! Okay. Free skate is a good guess. That is uh, also known as the long program. Okay. Figure skating is divided into a short one and a long one, and the long one is typically called the free skate. Okay. So that's definitely a real phrase. And it, yeah, just missed it. <laughs> Number two, widely considered the most entertaining exhibition skate of all time, Evgeny Plushenko memorably performed a faux strip tease to which singer's song, Sex Bomb? David, you were in second. What'd you say? I guess Marcus Ellis. Who's <laughs> correct. <laughs> Not to be confused with the greatest movie band of all time, Sex Bomb. Um, but I said Tom Jones. Oh. It is Tom Jones for a well point. Done. Absolutely well did it with mouse tea. Shoot, I should have gotten that. That's actually I was assuming it was a new school thing and I okay. Damn it. If you want Sorry. to be heavily entertained by figure skating at home, watch that exhibition skate of Evgeny Plushenko doing Sex oh. Bomb. It is very fun. It is super Darn easy it's fun um so that's point for eric and question three not found on hockey skates what term is given to the jagged teeth found on the front of a figure skating blade that help the skater gain traction and stability to jump higher than normal 
You're both in with toe pick. That's a point apiece. Very well done. That's actually come up on our podcast before. Well, good. Look at yeah. you. Um, Matt, how are we doing after two? Uh, well, David has 10 and Eric has four. Still a lot to play. Uh, your next category is motorsports. Cargo zoom go fast. Left turn car. <laughs> car. It is left turn car in this case. Very simply put, please name the 10 most recent NASCAR Cup Series champions. Okay, so um, Matt, quick, uh, <laughs> Mothman, quick, something to discuss in the meeting. Well, they're they're doing their questions, and uh, uh, we did. I think this is just end game wise here um, for like wrapping up and everything at the end. But on um, November fifteenth, nineteen sixty six, two young couples from Point Pleasant, West Virginia, Roger and Linda Scarberry and Stephen Mary Mallet, told police they seen a large white creature whose eyes glowed red standing at the side of the road near the quote TNT area, um, which was the site of a former World War II munitions plant. And they thought they saw the Mothman. By the way, so far in this game, Dan would be, I believe, beating both of us. Because he's good at NASCAR, he would have gotten the fi- he would have gotten figure skaters. You say, so Eric answered that guy Clint from Missouri, yeah. and I take <laughs> Clint Boyers from Emporia, Kansas. How dare oh, you? Oh my bad. Wait, isn't everybody isn't everybody from Missouri named Clint? I thought that was it's like very ambiguous. <laughs> the universal name, yeah, ubiquitous. Right, um, I've yeah, got yeah. everything in graded, so um, it's just short for Cletus. Ten most recent um, NASCAR Cup Series champions winning in 2022 and 2018 was Joey Logano. You both got that correct. Winning in 2021 was Kyle Larson, which neither of you got. (laughs) Never heard of him. I don't think most people would. Wait, didn't he do the far side? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Winning in in 2020 was Chase Elliott, which is a point for David. Winning in 2019 and 2015 was Kyle Busch, which is a point for Eric. However, Kurt Busch also uh, won back in 2004, um, and you both got that. However, Eric answered Busch twice, so he gets the credit for one. Uh, Good for you. That's awesome. Um, So jumping from Kurt Busch, who is number 10, all the way back in 2017, Martin Truex Jr., which is a point for Eric. Wow. Winning in 2016, 13, 9, 8, 7, and 6 is Jimmy Johnson, who you yeah. both answered. In 2014, Kevin Harvick, who you both answered. Neither of you guessed 2012's winner, Brad Keselowski. I couldn't spell it. Yeah, because <laughs> In 2011, 5, and 02, Tony Stewart, who you both had. And then Kurt Busch, who I'm just going to say you both had. Ah. Um, so that's two for Eric, one for David, heading into supplemental NASCAR trivia. Oh, jeez. Wait, David got one in that one? What, what was the one that he got? That David Eric got Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott. Oh, I see. Okay. And, unless he secretly meant uh, his father. Um, <laughs> you'll, ne- you'll never know. <laughs> Number one. Yes, Elliott. I love it. Which NASCAR driver notably cut the Confederate flag off a sticker on his personal truck after his black housekeeper told him how much it hurt to see that symbol? Uh, okay. Uh, David, who'd you say? I said Earnhardt. And if you need to be more specific, I said, I think it was senior. And Eric? I was specific the other way and said junior. It is Dale Earnhardt senior. Ah. Raise hell, praise Dale. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, number two, which line of tools is the sponsor for NASCAR's pickup truck racing series? Um, David, you were in second. What'd you say? I, I had no clue. I just wrote Black and Decker. And Eric? I said Snap-on. It is the Craftsman series. Oh. Ah. I was just at Lowe's. I should have known. <laughs> and number three, which color is the caution flag in a NASCAR race? Both answered yellow, which is a point apiece. Correct. Uh, we're going to go to round four. Round four is a sports media category. Please name the 10 most recent fictional movies about boxing to have earned an Academy Award nomination in any category. If you've hit Susan Terrell's Best Supporting Actress nomination for Fat City, you've gone too far. <laughs> she also probably should have won that year. Um, of the nominees, everybody knows the real winner that year should have been Madeline Kahn for What's Up, Doc. Like, if you're thinking of, like, the greatest boxers of all time, you've got to have, like, Muhammad Ali... And like theoretically, I don't think anybody could beat the Mothman. That was just <laughs> unstoppable. <laughs> I can't. Well, it's not a human being, so that first of all, it's only we're actually going to delete all the trivia from this episode and just talk just about the Mothman. Do. This is going to be a special just on the Mothman. Mothman trivia, crazy. So, is the theory that this Mothman was came from like a nuclear related incident? It very well could have. Mm. Old, it couldn't time. be that all animals' eyes glow red when there's light flashed in them, right? That no has man, nothing to do with them. it? It chased them. They they drove real fast, and it was keeping up with oh, the man. Glowing red lights out of the eyes. Okay. And I'm Appalachia has a lovely, like, sober reputation over the years because, you know. Sober? ragging on Appalachia, ragging on, you know. Isn't basically that's where the NASCAR comes from for moonshine Yeehaw. racing, right? I asked you to name the 10 most recent uh, non-documentary films about boxing to have earned an Academy Award nomination. Uh, nominated for Best Supporting Actor in 2015 for Sylvester Stallone somehow was Creed. Ooh. And I was very happy that he lost because Mark Rylance was better. Um, getting seven nominations and winning two for Christian Bale and Melissa Leo was The Fighter, which is a point for David. Did Creed, did anybody get a point for Creed? Or uh, they nobody got it. They both guessed it. That okay. was the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Um, getting three nominations, uh, and I think the most notable one was supporting actor for Paul Giamatti, Cinderella Man for David, or as Eric put it, that one. The Russell, Russell Crowe movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Getting seven nominations and winning uh, four of the most major ones was Million Dollar Baby, and you both got that one. Uh, getting two nominations for Will Smith and John Voight was Ali, which you both guessed. Uh, best Actor nomination for Denzel Washington for The Hurricane, which you both answered. Uh, getting a Best Original Song nomination for Eye of the Tiger by Survivor was Rocky Three. Yes. Nice. Who got, the name get, who got that one? Uh, both? That is a point for David. David, okay. He's getting seven nominations, including Best Actor for Robert De Niro and Best Film Editing for Thelma Schoonmacher's Raging Bull. That's a point for David. The one nobody got, um, it was Best Original Score for some reason, but it also has one of the scenes that is like they did a study on this several years ago about what movie scene makes men cry the most. And this one actually oh, won out. It's The Champ, the Champ. with John Voight and Lil Ricky Schroeder. Uh, neither of you got that one. 
And then with 10 nominations, including picture and director, that's Rocky, the original, which you both got. Uh, so that's four points for David picking up that round. So real so, quick, can I jump in real quick? True story yes. about the about the champ. When they were filming that, they advertised in New York. Uh, so I have a friend in college who told me this story much much later because I was around this. I'm around the same age as Ricky Schroeder. So I met this guy in college and he was telling me that when they were filming the champ, they advertised all over New York that they were looking for an unknown kid had to be a brunette kid because they were matching to Ryan O'Neal. So yeah. there were th- thousands of kids showed up and then they picked the blonde kid, Ricky Schroeder. Of course. <laughs> yes, right. So anyway. Supplemental boxing movie questions. Number one, which actor memorably and comedically ends up in a boxing match in the 1931 film City Lights? Uh, Eric, you were in second. Who'd you say? I said Marks. And David? Pretty sure this is Charlie Chaplin, no? Generally regarded as one of the best movies of all time, even though I think it's slightly overrated. It is Charlie Chaplin, correct. It's actually very good. I need to rewatch it. Number two, who is set to make his directorial debut with the upcoming film Creed 3? David, you were in second. What'd you say? I took a guess that maybe Michael B. Jordan is jumping behind the camera. And Eric? I also guessed Michael B. Jordan one of the most attractive people on the face of the earth. Michael B. Jordan is going to be directing the third Creed movie, correct? Huh. That's a point for you both. And number three, Ving Rhames won a Golden Globe Award for his performance as whom in a 1998 TV movie subtitled Only in America. Uh, David, you were in second. What'd you say? It was down to either Don King or George Foreman. I was just trying to picture who I could picture Ving Rhames playing, so I, but I said George Foreman. And Eric? I said the other side of David's coin, which will inevitably land on David's answer, but I said Don King. Only in America, it's Don King. Point for Eric. Ah, good job. Good job. And he and Ving Rames, he won, and then he famously like gave a tiny speech and said, I don't deserve this, and gave his trophy to Jack Lemon instead, like career Jack Lemon in yeah. the movie that Hollywood thought was very classy. Um, all right, heading into the fifth and final round. Final category in questions, folks. Please name the 10 teams from Asia and Africa that qualified for the 2022 FIFA World Cup. Eric, were you writing out each one of the groups? Is that what you were doing? Trying to figure out each one of the groups? I was trying to go through literally every first-round game I could remember because most of these didn't make it out. And I'm just giggling at how long it took you all to get the freaking host nation. Like, yeah. like it's like it's like seven, it's like yeah. sixth or seventh on each of yours. <laughs> um, okay, that was so, game number one. Uh, folks, please name the ten teams from Asia and Africa that qualified for the 2022 Fédération Internationale Football Association World Cup. Uh, we'll just go alphabetically here. First is Cameroon, which you both had. Ghana, which you both had. Iran, which you both had. Japan, whom you both had. Morocco, my darling dear from this year, which you both had. Uh, Qatar, which you both had. Uh, Saudi Arabia, which is a point for David. Senegal, which is a point for David. South Korea, which you both had. And Tunisia, which neither of you got. Two points for David there. And supplemental 2022 FIFA World Cup trivia questions. Number one, in regards to the 2022 FIFA World Cup, what is Al-Rila? Allen, Crack, Telstar, 
and Tango have all been previous iterations of this. All right, David, what'd you say? I had no idea. I wrote down mascots. <laughs> and Eric? Um, I said it was the official ball of the FIFA World Cup. Ah, that makes the sense. official game ball, absolutely. The Telstar is, was, was, I think, a West German one, but that's your very standard black pentagon, white hexagons one, the Telstar. Mm. I was thinking of this the other day, trying to remember the name of the much maligned one from South Africa, which was mm -hmm. the Jabulani. The oh. Jabulani. Mm -hmm. Uh, number two, which Brazilian forward scored that nasty mid-air scissor kick goal against Serbia in the group stage? David, you were in second. What'd you say? I, I had nothing. I said Pele. I have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> specifically, and I quote, "Does Pele still play?" <laughs> I had probably nothing. does recreationally. <laughs> yeah, he might somewhere. Um, Eric, you were in first. What'd you say? It's the I believe the Tottenham Hotspur, Rick Carlison. Ah, correct. That does ring a bell. And number three, apart from host nation Qatar, what was the only other country to earn zero points during the group stage, losing to Morocco, Belgium, and Croatia? It was a stacked ass group. Half of those teams made it to the semis. Oh. Oh, oh. Uh, you both answered Canada, which is correct. Uh, so, point for both of you there. Uh, Matt Doherty, MDMEDDS. Uh, what did we come out with? Well, um, this was a tough game for Eric, but uh, he finished with 12 points. But moving on to the face our champion over in the patrons bracket the is Mr. Uh, David Lux with 22 points. Ooh. All right, gentlemen. Well, Eric, since uh, this is running or ending your tournament run, uh, thoughts, comments, questions, criticisms, Much rants like you want to go on about uh, about the NBA trophies being named after George Mikan and Michael Jordan? <laughs> um, I saw that. Yes. No, Marcus took care of those. Uh, thank you, <laughs> Mr. Myers, for putting this together this has been a blast no matter how you have had such a fun run here you are definitely the morocco of this tournament <laughs> thank you underdog everybody for you and uh, you came in third slash fourth that's a, that's all right i will i will take third slash fourth that is a perfectly acceptable place to be for me so excuse me will there, will there be a third place game no i'm not recording no, and editing another episode <laughs> making more work for everybody else yeah <laughs> David, thoughts from you, my friend. This was a great game. I think we should think about incorporating some of these things in our games because I think, I think this was really fun. The only thing, I, the only thing I don't like is is that when it's when you only get points for having something the other person does. This game felt closer than twenty two to twelve or whatever the score because Walling yeah. Walling got Walling got an amazing number of things. He was yeah. just like w one off on a few of these, and I just happened to have a weird couple of weird answers, and it looks like the score was. I mean, it was much closer than twenty two to twelve. There's no question. I would agree. That. I still think that my answer of Rocky to the undiscovered country is <laughs> good. For... <laughs> it's and thank you for that, by the way, because if if I can get on the soapbox for a second, electric boogaloo jokes are old and. <laughs> not funny anymore find better things to do like the undiscovered country 
Well, when I couldn't come up with a tenth country, I did. I did decided to work in uh, Kyrgyzstan. So because all Kyrgyzstan. very very sporkle of you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. All right. Well, uh, thank you, gentlemen, for your time tonight. Thank you, Ryan, for putting this all together. We have one last game, folks. It's the patron versus the benchwarmers championship round that will be coming out a week after this one drops. So, um, yeah, thank you all again very much for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch! Stretch! Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes! Yes! Into deep left center for Mitchell, and we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.